In 2008, NASA had an intriguing question. How do spiders construct their webs in zero gravity? Therefore, they sent two spiders to the International Space Station. The first spider was the main participant, while the second served as a backup in case the first one didn't survive. However, things didn't go according to plan. The backup spider managed to escape from its chamber and visited its companion, resulting in a bit of a mess. They built tangled webs that interfered with each other. As if that wasn't enough, the flies that were supposed to be food for the spiders started reproducing faster than anticipated. Their larvae escaped from their container and covered the front window of the chamber. Over time, the spiders were completely hidden behind the larvae. Although this initial experiment didn't go well, one of the researchers involved in planning the spider experiment was still curious. In 2011, she got another opportunity to repeat the same experiment. This time, she sought assistance from other researchers. They decided to send a different species of spider into space and prepared four spiders, two for the ISS and two for Earth, allowing for result comparison. The goal was to expose the spiders to varying gravity conditions and observe their behavior. However, another twist appeared in the story. Initially, they believed they had four female spiders, but it turned out that two of them were actually males. Determining the sex of young spiders can be tricky, but fortunately, one male had already been sent to space while the other remained on Earth, enabling valuable data collection. The second experiment proved successful. The spiders were active. They built and dismantled webs, and even without the assistance of gravity, they spun new ones. Three cameras captured thousands of pictures, showcasing their hard work on the webs. Interestingly, it seemed that spiders created significantly more symmetrical webs in space than on Earth. The center of the webs was closer to the middle, and surprisingly, the spiders didn't always position their heads downward as they typically do on Earth. However, one significant factor made all the difference. Light. When the spiders on the ISS had a source of light, they weaved asymmetrical webs, similar to those found on our home planet. Light played a crucial role in orienting the spiders in space. The chamber's lamps were attached at the top. If the lights had been positioned differently, for example, on the side, it would have been challenging to observe the effect of light on the symmetry of webs in zero gravity. When the lights were turned off, the spiders rested in random orientations within their webs. Yet with the lights on, they would orient themselves away from the light source, which meant downward. Hence, in the absence of gravity, light assisted them in orientation. This discovery was unexpected, because spiders can typically build their webs in the dark and capture prey effectively, even without light. In the northeast of Thailand, a family of enormous stone whales swim through a forest. These aren't real whales, of course. They're actually a part of a 75-million-year-old rock formation. A long time ago, this part of Thailand was just a desert. The movements of the Earth's crust push sandstone up to create these fascinating mountains. Reachable by anyone willing to spend a day hiking up the network of trails, this landmark is becoming increasingly popular with tourists. Once you reach the back of one of the whales and look down on the endless sea of green below, you'll know why. On these hikes, you'll find waterfalls, a wide variety of exotic plants and animals, and from the very top, you can even look straight across to the neighboring country of Laos. Their shapes look just like whales swimming together. No wonder this place is called Three Whale Rocks. 
went away to see Thailand on the back of a giant stone whale. While digging in a Canadian mine in March 2011, a worker made a shocking discovery. They found a nearly perfectly preserved nodosaur specimen. This extinct dinosaur weighed in at around 3,000 pounds and grew to 18 feet. Despite being over 110 million years old, the nodosaur was so well-preserved that you can clearly see the heavy body armor and scaly skin that covered it. It took almost an entire year of painstaking work to uncover the incredible find. The fossil was finally unveiled in a Canadian museum in 2017. Unexpectedly, analysis of the skin showed shading that the nodosaur may have been capable of camouflage, like modern-day geckos and moths. This is in addition to the spines and scales that already make it a walking tank. Still being studied today, this nodosaur could go down as one of the most important fossils discovered in a long time. Its detail could help us to uncover even more of the mysteries of the past. The Voynich Manuscript is the world's most mysterious document. Since its discovery in 1912, the manuscript has been a complete mystery to everyone that comes across it. It is heavily illustrated with strange pictures of alien plants, unknown objects, and the zodiac symbols. But the most interesting aspect of it is the writing. The language used in the text is completely indecipherable. No one knows what it says, who wrote it, or where it was written. We don't even know if it was a real, functional language or if it was just created for this one text. The drawings of different plants are equally intriguing. Most of the plants in the manuscript are identifiable as plants, but they don't match up with any known species. A professor of applied linguistics in England claimed to have deciphered some of the characters in the book. But we haven't managed to uncover any more information about this mysterious text. If you're ever going to head down under, don't forget to pay a visit to the mystery craters in Queensland. Halfway between Bundaberg and Jinjin is one of Australia's most baffling finds. And that's saying quite a lot for Oz. In 1971, the site belonged to a farmer growing zucchini and potatoes. As the farmer tried to expand his farm, he kept hitting large rocks in the fields while plowing. When he took a closer look at the rocks in his way, he found marine fossils in some strange craters. The farmer passed his finds on to geology professors, who set out to research the formations. When the geologists began digging around the area, they uncovered a huge layer of sandstone and ochre stain that was completely covered with craters. There were 35 craters in total, and the layer of rock is estimated to be around 25 million years old. The scientists studying this mystery believe that hot springs, former ocean activity, and meteors are the prime suspects behind the craters. And I'd like to know about the characters who named those towns Bundaberg and Jinjin. <laughs> what fun names! Now, the Antikythera mechanism is an ancient computer of sorts that's still baffling scientists with its extraordinary design. Around 2,000 years ago, a Greek ship sank off the coast of the island of Antikythera. The wreckage was discovered in 1900, and divers salvaged some of its ancient artifacts. When archaeologists started sorting out the discoveries from the wreckage, they came across an object that didn't seem to fit with anything else. The wreckage was ancient, 
but they found an incredible device that seemed far too technologically advanced. The machine functioned as a calculator, allowing its user to follow time, the movement of stars, eclipses, moon phases, and even countdowns to events like the Olympics with amazing precision. This level of technology is almost impossible to explain coming from an ancient Greek wreckage. No mechanism would come close to the machine until the 14th century when geared clocks began to be built in Europe. How was the device created so long ago, 1400 years before its time? Could the sinking of the Antikythera and the loss of the calculator have held the development of technology back by hundreds of years? Meanwhile, the Caucasus Mountains near the Black Sea are one of the few areas of Europe that haven't experienced much human impact, even though most white-skinned people in the world are referred to as Caucasians. Despite this, archaeologists have found many ancient megalithic structures in the area. The house-like structures, known as dolmens, contain jewelry, bronze tools, and assorted pottery. Archaeologists don't know who built them, why they built them, or what their true purpose is. The stones were either two stones held together by a large stone as a roof, or smaller stones stacked as walls with a hole only on one side. There have even been stone plugs found that to seal whatever is inside. What's even stranger about these stone formations is that they aren't just found in the Caucasus. They're found all over the planet, in Australia, South Korea, Colombia, Africa, and even France. Their purpose is unknown, so all scientists can do is speculate. Professional storage hunting is really quite a gig these days. It's drawn a lot of attention from people all around the world, too, since there are many TV shows focused on it. But it's not just storage hunters that can hit the jackpot with their findings. One couple from Arizona simply wanted a couch, but they weren't willing to buy a new one or pay a lot of money for it. So they participated in an auction where they made a $10 offer for an old couch. Since that piece of furniture wasn't in the best shape, they ended up purchasing the couch and the container it came in. When going through the storage unit, they had the best surprise. They found an old teddy bear filled with cash. That little toy ended up bringing them about $300,000. In 2011, another man came across an interesting discovery of his own after he examined the contents of a storage locker in San Fernando Valley. What he stumbled upon was a special comic book called Action Comics Number 1. The man didn't really know how valuable his finding was until he took it to an expert for further evaluation. Turned out, the comic book was actually the first one featuring Superman. But as much as he wanted to profit from it, the man had to give it back to the previous owner. The story goes that the comic book was stolen from a famous actor, who was himself really passionate about comics and Superman in particular. The actor had reported the book as missing to his insurance company and authorities, but it couldn't be found. The comic book, estimated to be worth somewhere around $1 million, reunited with its rightful owner 11 years after it had been stolen. Another incredible vintage object was found in a storage unit in Melbourne, Australia. It was a 1927 Harley-Davidson 8-valve racer with a sidecar. Based on experts' opinion, this fascinating vehicle had been sitting there for over half a century before resurfacing in 2015. 
It went for sale pretty soon afterwards and was purchased for a whopping $470,000. Some auctions for abandoned storage units are fun just because you have no idea what you're going to find in there. And that's regardless of how much profit you'll end up making. It's the story of a couple from Long Island that spent only $100 on the best thing they'd ever purchased. Hidden inside their mystery unit was a custom 1976 Lotus Esprit Sport. Not only was this car special because of its design, but it was also the car that was used in the 1977 James Bond movie, The Spy Who Loved Me. At first, the couple had no idea the car was a famous one, so they just looked at how they could fix it so they could continue using it. I mean, it did look pretty cool. After they took it to a repair shop, they found out that there was something special about the vehicle. Soon enough, they discovered where it came from and ended up selling it at an auction in 2013. The price? A mind-boggling $997,000. Another person from Southern California found something incredible in an abandoned storage unit back in 2017. His locker ended up filled with vintage videos, game hardware, and game cartridges. After he took them for evaluation, he found out that his findings were worth over $50,000. In 2010, another person paid just $275 for a large storage unit that seemed to be filled with simple salon supplies. But after looking closely, the person discovered a hidden object that ended up being worth a lot a 1928 Marshall and Wendell salesman piano. After further evaluation, the price of the musical instrument was estimated somewhere between $10,000 and $12,000. Space technology and a forgotten storage unit? This unit was auctioned off in Florida. After inspecting it, the owner realized it contained a NASA rocket and a countdown clock. Apparently, those were put into storage after the program they were supposed to be used in had been discontinued. The finding became so famous that it even made it on TV. Fans of famous singers may get some surprises in abandoned storage units too. Here's a story about a unit containing Aretha Franklin's personal belongings. Most of her things were transported there after an incident at her house. She ended up abandoning those items. Later, she admitted she had forgotten about them. At the auction, things like bags, articles of clothing, and even receipts in her name were presented to the public. Similarly, tucked away in a locker that used to be the property of Michael Jackson's dad, there were over 250 undiscovered and unreleased recordings. During the time the King of Pop wrote and produced those songs, he was between contracts. So, technically, there was no legal ownership of the songs. More so, the locker contained a huge number of photos of the famous singer and personal objects belonging to the Jackson family. Some of these items were auctioned off, while some others were acquired back by the family at great expense. It goes to show that missing a payment on your storage unit can be detrimental to everyone, regardless of how famous you are. Not every item found in storage units is inanimate. As weird as that may sound, one story has it that a man kept stumbling upon a cat while regularly visiting his storage unit. He couldn't really figure out how she got in there and why she kept coming back to visit. So, he decided to take her home. Never thought you'd find a furry new friend in a storage unit, right? Other storage locker stories are less fortunate. 
Like this one that happened in 2011, when a man thought he would hit the jackpot pretty easily if he could steal some valuables from an abandoned locker. But as he was filling his bags with the stuff he'd managed to get his hands on, a security guard saw that the door to the particular locker was open. Since he didn't hear any noise coming from inside, the guard decided to simply close the door. He thought that the owner had mistakenly left it open. Needless to say, the thief got stuck inside and was eventually caught and handed over to the police after he tried to escape. Keeping items in storage units may seem like a great idea when you need some space in your house but don't want to get rid of them just yet. However, you do need to know that there are a couple of rules you need to follow because not every item is safe or legal to keep in storage. Take vehicles, for instance. In the U.S., most storage room suppliers only accept them if they're fully registered, insured, and in operable condition. And this doesn't just apply to cars. I'm also talking about trailers, boats, and even trucks. So you need to be prepared to offer all sorts of supporting documentation before you can move such an item into a storage facility. For obvious reasons, perishable items are a no-go. It includes food that needs to be refrigerated, food that is not kept in airtight containers, and even dry pet food in some cases. Most companies that offer storage space stay away from such items because they can attract bugs and rodents, or might encourage bacteria and mold to develop inside. You might think canned food is a no-go, but in most places, it's not allowed either. That's because the standard storage unit does not have a specific way in which you can control the temperature inside. And some food cans can burst in high heat environments. Plants aren't allowed in storage containers either. Not only do they need sunlight to thrive, but they can be a source of bugs and pests too. More so, some plants can cause weird smells if not treated properly. So it's best if you plant them outside or give them away if you can't fit them inside your house anymore. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.